turn that shit on me This is Anthony with Interviews with Everyday People. Um, if you're watching video, then you can see we have a really cool backdrop. Um, I've, I've, I've had some cool locations before, but I think this might be the coolest so far. We are in the Majestic Theater in Pottsville. That's, I'm really excited about this. Um, you, we're going to be talking about an upcoming play that's happening March 6th to the 8th. Yes, and it's going to be Clue. and it, It's based off the movie. Kind based of, off the board game, based off the movie, yeah. based off the play. Yeah. Tim Curry, Tim Curry is 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 uh, God to me. He's like, he's cl as close as you're gonna get. Legend. Uh, yeah, yes. he's he's fantastic. So it's one of it's one of my favorite Tim Curry movies. It's hard to pick the favorite, but Clue say, is pick? Yeah, yeah, Clue is definitely up there. It's one of those movies that I think when it's on TV, you're like, well, you have to. I'm not leaving the couch now. Thanks a lot, <laughs> whatever channel this is that put this on. Um, yeah, so. Uh, Let's go around the table. We'll start. We'll start with you. We'll go clockwise. If you want to introduce yourself, I'm Nick. Uh, this is actually my first show at the Majestic Theater. Um, I'm not originally from Schuylkill County. Uh, we won't hold it against you. I know. <laughs> Try not to. But yeah, I'm very excited. It's been a great experience so far, and I think we've got a really great show. All right. Uh, everyone calls me Bevan, so we'll go with that. Uh, I've been working with the Majestic Theater since 2015 when they did Rent for their summer musical. I'm usually here roughly once a year. Uh, and, you know, I actually have a very good feeling about this because this is one of the only non-musicals I've done here, and I think it's coming together really well. Mm-hmm. They're just saying that because the director's right here. <laughs> uh, I'm Tori. I've been with the Majestics either since uh, 2014 as well for Rent. Um, and before that, Lisa was my high school director. So that's why I'm here. <laughs> because I make her. Yes. She won't let you go. I keep having shows, so Tori will keep singing. <laughs> so you're the hired gun for singing? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Have you introduced yourself? I'm Lisa. I run the theater. Um, since July of 2017. Awesome. So, yeah. How did how did this <clears throat> fall into you? Like this, this the theater. Oh well, I foolishly volunteered. <laughs> 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 um, I volunteered to be a manager of the theater, and uh, that quickly escalated to oh, you will be the executive director of the theater, which is, I'm sorry, frightening. <laughs> it was like frightening. I'm like, I can't do that. I don't know how to do that. But it's, it's fun. Yeah. We get to do really cool things like this. Yeah. Uh, is this the first podcast in the theater? This is the first podcast yes. in the theater. Nailed yes. it. Nailed it. Yes. I'm super happy about it. And it, it really all came out of that conversation during Pottsville on Tap. Yeah. We had a, we had a little sit down and... I kind of forgot about it, and yeah. then we were talking about ways to promote the show, and I was like, um, let's call. Yeah. Let's try that now. Yeah, I'm, I'm super happy you reached out. Um, I, I, I haven't personally been to the theater. It's, I, I always share it, though. So yeah. I want to give, if your people are listening, a quick like little social media tutorial. So if there's something going on in your area, even if you're not going to go, click Interested. Because when you click interested, if you have a thousand friends on your Facebook, mm -hmm. all 1,000 people are going to see that you're interested in this show. Yep. And one of your friends may also be interested. And it's a great way for absolutely no cost in your pocket and nothing more than just a click of your finger to help promote something. Whether it be a local show, whether it be something like this, whether it be an event in downtown Pottsville, that it, it doesn't do anything, like even liking a page is mm -hmm. super helpful because if you like it, they're like, hey, Tony has now liked the Majestic Theater. Well, what's the Majestic Theater? Oh, my God, there's a theater in Pottsville? I did not know that. I just thought it was a building that was there, and I didn't think they did anything <laughs> in there because that's, that's a true thing. A lot of people, that happens to people. Like the, mm -hmm. the, the art block, the Walk of Art. Mm -hmm. Is it this way? Block I think it's this of way. Art. The Block of Art. That way, yeah. Yep. 
I, I didn't know that was a thing. And then the one day it was open and I walked through and I was like, this is fantastic. Yep. Like more people should know about this. Um, and that's pretty much the goal of what I'm trying to do with the podcast is find these gems and find things like this to let people know about it. Um, so yeah, definitely if you see shows like that, do it. And that's what I was doing for a while with the show. I was just hitting interested because you guys had like the David Bowie thing mm -hmm. that I missed. I think there was a queen. You had a queen show. Yeah. We did. We will we'll rock, rock you. you. Yeah. Yeah, I miss that. I yeah. miss that. And, like, and then yep. you guys used to do um, movies. Yep, we still do. Now, we, yeah. Now, would that would you guys put like a screen up? There's a drop down screen right there. Oh wow! Okay. So you, we can't use it right now because there are flats up for the show this weekend. But the screen drops down. The projector is right there, and. So they're like full-size movie theater size. Yeah. My wife was super excited. She came and seen a lot of like the school, like the, the, the Brat Pack 80s movies. I know. And that she, was almost so, so much fun. And she was like, just this, like experience, because they're our favorite movies, but they weren't movies of our childhood. Right. They were, they were you know, a little past our time, but they're cold classics. And to see that again in a theater is a cool experience. Like to sit in a theater with a, a popcorn and watch a movie that's well past your time. Yep. The one I missed that I was super bummed about is one of my all-time favorite movies, The Warriors. Oh, I the love Warriors. the Warriors and Charles. Come out to play. Yes, and Charles <laughs> made a really cool poster for it. Charles Moran, um, he he did like the cool little art for it. That art's actually be u being used by Patton Oswalt, the stand-up comedian, oh, really? for his tour. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, it's like the it's like the, all the warriors and like the warehouse yeah. fighting each other, like all the gangs. Yeah, but that like so there's that's that's another cool thing you guys the do here. Bottles. Yeah, clicking the bottles. And that was all improv. Oh, really? It was an improv scene that wasn't actually I think supposed to happen. They were kind of there, and he's like he was just kind of playing with them, and he they shot it, and he's yeah. like, well, we're keeping it's that. Like, that's <laughs> like the thing that stands out in my head about that movie. Yeah, the most. that it's and. Like, um, can you dig it? <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in so long. It's a fantastic movie. It is. It's one of those ones I, I hate remakes, but I kind of hope they do it because I'd like to see a new spin <laughs> on it. Hmm. It could still be done. It could be. We have Bloods and Crips and, 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 <laughs> and MS-13s and Latin Kings. Just yeah. get back to Coney Island from, you know, <laughs> that's the whole purpose of the movie. Is like they we'll had to film get back. it in downtown Pottsville. Yeah. We're not that bad. We're not that bad. Um, <laughs> not like Philly. No. Throw a shot at the boys over there, <laughs> my Philly boys. Uh, I brought the Murder My Dudes a lot guys along. They're helping behind the scenes, help, help me set up. So give them a plug real quick. Go right. check out Murder My Dude podcast. Ooh. And Jack's, Jack's secretly a huge, he, not secretly, he's a, he's a huge fan of Clue. It's one of oh. his favorite movies. So he's really excited for the play as well. So, And as well as Brian. Brian actually told me about the play before you guys reached out to me. So I was like, oh, I didn't know that was happening. And Thanks, Brian. The ne actually, he told me about it. And then the next day, as I got the message. Oh, oh really? So yeah, it was like a weird, the universe. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So w what made you guys uh, pick Clue? Well, my co-director, um, Andy, um, Clue was actually his mom's favorite show. Andy, Andy Kelly. I love, I love Andy, Andy Kelly. He's a good guy. It was his mom's favorite show before she passed away. And he had asked me, he said, if the rights become available, will you direct it with me for my mom? And mm -hmm. I said, hell yeah, I will. So it's for his mom. Nice. Yeah. And we do a murder mystery every March. Mm -hmm. So that one came when they said that they wanted to do Clue. I was like, oh, perfect. We that fits. Could, that fits. It the yeah. So it we're, we're just worked out perfectly. It's kismet. I, it's without maybe spoiling, are you guys doing all like 127 endings? <laughs> we don't have time for that. No, I just got hives thinking about that. Unfortunately, they only give you one. Yeah. I always yes. my favorite part of the movie, like, it's not over yet. And it's like another <laughs> 20 minutes of endings. Um, so uh, are you also directing and acting? No, it's just Andy and I are co-directing together. Okay. So I don't act in this one. I just direct. Have you, are, do you act in any, any of the plays? <laughs> Sorry. I did. I, I did. <laughs> I hate this is horrible for me. This like you have no idea how far out of my comfort zone. You're doing this fantastic. Is. Um, I'm throwing you right in the fire you if you're really not are. <laughs> And if I didn't love these people, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> but um because I have horrible, terrible, awful, crippling stage fright, I figured it was about time that I attempt a show. So I was in Oliver this past November with two lines and she rocked those two lines and it was the most horrific horrible <laughs> just 
awful experience. I'll never do it again. It's fun. It's fun that you're super passionate about making this theater thing and pushing it and going, but you're, you have no ambition to ever get up there and do it. It's just like, I'll help, no. it, I'll help it get accomplished, but you guys are the ones doing it. No, I did it as a learning experience and I did learn. I did learn. I learned things. I learned that it really, really, really is really hard to keep your hands off the props. Like, it is so hard to not touch the props. It's like the number one thing you say to everybody. You say at the first meeting, please keep your hands off the props. If they're not yours, don't touch them. Oh, my God. You want to touch them. You just want to touch all the props. Especially so, when there's weapons. Yes. Oh, my God. So I did learn that it is very difficult to not touch the props. Yeah. Yes. So, so you, I'm, she, I'm more, she was alluding to, like, you were her director back in – so where, where were Blue you? Mountain. At Blue, Blue in high Blue school? Blue Mountain High School, mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah. you went from high school to, to this. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 2010 to 2015 at Blue Mountain, and then um, directed a few shows here, and then just took it over. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so kind of alludes to one of my questions. You, you're from Blue Mountain, the Blue Mountain Hair School District. You're not from School County. Where did, where did you go to school? Uh, Lincoln High School, North Carolina. Okay. Oh wow. And you? Uh, Pottsville area high school. Pottsville area. All right, that makes sense. So that that. So I my thing is is like how you were saying it's tough to get people to come out. <clears throat> and, 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 go, and do this. It, that is strange to me because local plays in this area, when it comes to the high school production, people go see them, and they're really, really into it. Mm -hmm. And we even have awards shows for high school mm -hmm. plays, mm -hmm. and it doesn't translate over to this, which is, I, I, don't, I don't know what the disconnect is. Well, you have pretty much a captive audience with high school because you have 30, 40, 50 kids in the show, so automatically, all their families going. Yeah, and then all, the all friends of their are going. friends in the different count and the different yeah. shows. So it, it's a lot. It is a lot easier to put on and get an audience for a show that involves children because mm -hmm. there's a captive audience there. Yeah, it's a little bit harder when you get adults. Um, you know, they're like, yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> that's do, nice. But do you have like? Do you go to like? Do do people? I know you have two right now because when I think of like the plays. It's really hard to nail down what school does the best because I think it's done very well throughout the county. Mm -hmm. I think when it comes to, th which is insane because we're very a sports-dominated county. Even when very we're not good so. schools at sports, it is pushed very heavily. Mm -hmm. Like, we lost, I went to Monte area, and I think they just won their first game, like, three years ago. Oh, you know what I mean? But, but as, as much as football and basketball was pushed on us, we had a really good theater mm -hmm. program. Like, yep. Mrs. Mm -hmm. Sheeler did a fantastic job in Money Area. North Schuylkill, fantastic. Mm -hmm. Shenandoah does a fantastic job. I direct for Shenandoah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Uh, Pottsville does amazing. Yep. Blue yes. Mountain does amazing. Like In the past five to ten years, the quality of the shows has just grown exponentially. Yeah. They're amazing now. Do you Have you ever thought of doing, like, co-ops with different schools? Because you kind of have that in, like, hey, maybe do, like, the best of, like, people from all different areas and kind of use this platform as a as a way to do like a like a youth show well we we do the majestic awards well we have the majestic awards for well we, past couple of years they were showcases because we were trying to kind of step away from the awards process for a little while mm -hmm. um so we do have the awards coming back this year we do um several youth shows during the course of a year and they bring kids from all like all the school districts nice we pretty do, much do they, do, do they do well Oh yeah, we had we just did Frozen this past weekend. And it was four four sold out performances. That's awesome. It, yeah, it was scary. Hmm. Uh, it was great, but it was really intimidating. Um, so yeah, like we'll do a summer camp this year in July. Um, we're working on uh, Peter Pan. Okay. We're considering Peter Pan a non musical which normally we don't do, usually we do musicals, but I think that um, there are kids who don't get um, an equal shot because they aren't as musically gifted as some of the other kids, mm -hmm. so we want to try to do a straight play to give maybe some of those other kids a chance to be in the spotlight yeah. instead of always being ensemble, which is still very important, but you, know, you get tired of being ensemble all the time. Yeah. So, and then um, Christmas Carol in December, which is an all-ages show. Nice. That was, that, that was actually my next thing was, do you guys do shows where it's crossed with adult and, and mm -hmm. youth? Like when yeah. you guys put out a cast and call like, hey, we need mm -hmm. such as high school kids or this age. Yeah. Well, like with Mamma Mia, the cast will be 
Um, the the leads will be 18 and over, but the ensemble is 13 and up. Just okay. because we need a lot of people, we need dancers um, and singers. So that's kind of an all ages show. But yeah, I like mixing the two. I think kids learn a lot more when they're working with adults, and frankly, I think adults learn a lot from the kids. Yeah. So I like having those mixed casts. We did It's a Wonderful Life two years ago, and there was, I think, 50 people in the cast, and it mm -hmm. was pretty much split between children and adults. Yeah. So. Yeah, that, that's super cool. I, I, I remember, like, going to school with some people, and they'd be like, like, they were, like, football players or basketball players, and they'll still go back to, like, yo, in high school when I played yeah. like, the flying <laughs> monkey, like, that's the yeah. first, like, they'll, that'll come to their brain quicker than them scoring a touchdown in a high uh -huh. school play. Like, yeah. I mean, it, there's definitely a niche for it in the area, which is in very impressive, be, being very that so. this, this coal region area is very sports dominated. Yep. Um, and, and I think creativity in this area is good, just in general. Like when it comes to music and it comes to singing and talent, it, it, this is this is a very untapped resource. And I think a lot of people give don't give themselves enough credit because they're like, I'm from a tiny little coal town. Mm -hmm. But the real the, the the best way to look at it, is I tell like musicians all the time, and it can definitely say for you guys as well, is we're three hours from three major cities yep. and those three major cities are always looking for people you have yep. pittsburgh you know new york and philadelphia we're and we're we're the central hub of that yep. like, and so the the chances of being noticed or seen are there you just got to put the work in to do it you know and i i think this is a really cool thing and i hope more youth carry on to that and and and, and keep going mm -hmm. um what was your first play you did at pottsville uh well i I was always afraid of getting into theater until my senior year where we ended up doing Les Mis. Mm -hmm. I played the foreman in Klaxu, and that was a very long and agonizing experience because that's <laughs> a very complicated musical. Yeah. You have to make sure all the parts are correct. You have to make sure the props are accurate. <laughs> and, you know, your choreography needs to be on point. Otherwise, there are going to be a lot of problems. Yeah. So. It was definitely a long journey, but I think it was a good one overall. And, you know, you were talking about sports earlier. I played water polo for three out of my four years in high school. We're the, in only, water, mm -hmm. we're the only water polo team in I the county. Really had one. <laughs> well, they don't anymore. They did when I was in high school. Oh, that's a shame. And that I was on swim shame. team all four years. Now, swim team, I remember a lot more, but I don't remember very many of my water polo games. I remember a lot of specific rehearsals from Les Mis, though, because it's a much more dominating point uh, in my mind. Yeah. I like how I like how the high school directors and, and people that are involved in theater, they, uh, they trick they trick the boys into it. They're like, hey, yep. I need mm -hmm. stage hands. Mm -hmm. I and, need they just, like, and they're like, right you would be a great lead. And they're like, we, maybe I am a great lead. I bribe, <laughs> I bribe my football players and basketball players with free pizza. <laughs> that worked every yep. time. Everyone starts as a stagehand. Yep. I, I, my, my, my friend who, like, halfway through his senior year, he ended up being, like, the lead of every play, and they, they roped him in at rehearsal stagehand. Yep. And then he kind of seen their production. He's like, this is fun. Yep. And they're like, you want to go up and try and just do, like, a dance scene? And then he's like, they get just this, try I get the dance, I get the dance with the girls? Yeah. And they're like, uh -huh. yeah. It's and then right in. Yeah, it's over. And they, they grab you. I never I – never, I was a very uh, shelled kid in high school. I was very, like – I hate this. I can't wait to be out of here. But I wish <laughs> I, I would have. I wish I would have participated more because I think I missed out on a lot of cool opportunities. Yeah. Uh, what was your and now in, and down in North Carolina? Were you were you in the theater as well in high school? Was it a, was it a oh, big yes. deal? I, it wasn't a big deal. Uh, actually, my high school didn't have a theater program until I was a senior. Oh, oh wow! Um, I started with community theater, and we it was a great group. And there was. There's actually more theater groups around here than I expected there to be. Yeah, I think um, there's like four or five. Oh, there's, there's nine more. or ten. Really? Yeah. Yes. I, I, I was baffled mm -hmm. when I found out how many were actually here. We had uh, each town around where I grew up had, you know, a small one here and a small one there. Uh, so we would go, you know, travel 20, 30, 60 minutes to, you know, to a show every day <clears throat> to do rehearsals. But... Uh, Again, high, high school, I only had uh, the senior year uh, in there. The community was great. I started when I was 14. Um, my first show was Into the Woods, and it's still Aww. my favorite show. Aww. I love Into the Woods. Yeah. I'm, I'm not familiar. Which one, what is that, Into the Woods? Into the Woods, it's kind of like um, the real... All the different fairy tales start oh. interacting with mm -hmm. each other. And make their own new story out of everything that you already know about them. Oh, okay. It's a very real take on, yeah. like, fairy tales. And it's more grim than... Mm. 
Well, the Disney. real fairy tales are really yeah, I, yeah, I love the like grim fairy tales. Seriously. Like when they do the and they make them scary, I'm all yeah. about it. Like when the stepsisters actually cut, cut their pieces of their feet off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and Cinderella. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's yeah. not like a comedy version of fairy tales, like the Shrek movies are hoodwinked. No? <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> you just gonna like, drop hoodwinked into here, man? <laughs> like that the, is an underrated masterpiece of the mid two thousands. I will not have any conversation otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> the new uh, the new Hansel and Gretel is terrifying looking. Mm-hmm. Oh my. God. It looks awesome. Uh, yeah, I lo- I think the, the the Bloomsbury Theater Ensemble did uh, the Grim Fairy Tales. I didn't get a chance oh. to see it though. That was like the show after the one I seen. But uh, yeah, how we were saying the, in the area, the only ones I know of is here, Tamaqua. Um, my friend Nikolai did um, the Little Shop of Horrors, and he was oh. he was Audrey. He, he was, was Audrey? in the pu- he was in the puppet because he's tiny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, but he does like. Now, he does a lot of, like, he tries to do, like, extra work in movies and stuff. Is that something that you guys try to do as well? Or are you trying to cross over, or are you more just in the theater? Just local community. Yeah. I have, yeah. Mm-hmm. When I was in college, I mean, if a couple of friends I knew were uh, cinematography majors, they would have me participate as some roles in their film projects, but that's, like, the most I've done in that regard. Oh, cool. We do have some people who are involved who, who do, um, they get all the casting calls, and they do, like, extra work on, yeah. on movies mm-hmm. and TV shows, mm-hmm. so... Yeah, that's yeah. What, he he does a lot of that too. He he works with a lot of cool stuff, and he's like, oh, I just an extra in this. And then we're like looking for him in the movie. Like he was in, <laughs> he was in Gotham a couple times. Oh, oh really? Yeah, he, he he did Gotham, and then they actually called him back, and he did like two or three other ones. Oh, that's cool. so fun. Yeah, it's it's cool. He, it's, he and he comes back and tells it's like really cool. Like, but he that's his big his major love is like theater. He he was big with like the Bloomsburg, and like when he went to college, he was in Bloomsburg. So that whole theater program up there, I guess, is like yeah, probably one of the best around. Yep. Yeah. I guess technically I did cross over one time, and I'm about to say this uh, for the first time in this room to everybody on this podcast. There we go. Exclusive. Uh, we won't so tell anyone. I, I'm going to assume everyone here is roughly familiar with Dragon Ball Z, the oh, anime, Oh, yes, right? I am. So I've always had a connection to this one small character from the first series, a character named General Blue, and I dressed up as him for the 2018 Comic-Con. Now, this was when they were doing a big tour across the country to promote the Broly movie, and when I got to the Comic-Con in my costume, I was actually, out of nowhere... A guy from IGN came up with me to the microphone, asked me which of the two main characters I thought had the better butt, and I had to respond in character, and this is on their YouTube. Nice, you're a YouTube star. It has like 28,000 views, but hey, that's more than I expected. That's more than all of my videos combined. Well, that's awesome. Oh my god. Who had the best butt? Yeah, who had the best butt? Well, the world wants to know. Uh, well, let's see here. My answer was uh, my boy Goku because he fell in the lava on his butt and he was fine. That was my answer. You didn't do it in character, though. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I'm so connected to General Blue, you can't tell the difference. Okay. I, I, even if you did it in character, I've never, I don't know who General Blue is. I, I wouldn't have known. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> The, yeah, the, my, the cons are fun. I, I went to one, and I, I thought I was going to have a, a better time than I thought I did, but it wasn't. It, the Comic-Cons are like if you take, like, the smell of an attic and, <laughs> and, and the smell of not washed people and you put them together. It's, 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 uh, it was scary. It was terrifying. And I'm not one to stand in line for a celebrity. So I, I had nothing to do. <laughs> They're like, we're going to go stand in line for four hours. I'm like, for what? I'm going to yeah. walk around, I guess. I was like, I'm going to walk around and see 500 Deadpools. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. And then they all, every Deadpool wants to be the funniest Deadpool. They're just annoying at something. You're like, I get it, dude. Like, stop it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what, who, are, who are the characters that you guys play in Clue? Uh, well, I play Mr. Green. Mr. Green. Yeah, he's a pretty reserved and laid-back, kind of socially awkward guy. He has a severe allergy to cats and possibly to sunlight, because he's not a big fan of social interaction. Really, I think it's a good character for me, because much like Mr. Green, I look for any excuse possible to get out of a social situation I don't want to be in. I think I think you're typecasted here. I would say so, yes, but I'm okay with that. And who are you playing? And I play Mr. Body. Mr. Body. He's the guy that gets uh, everything rolling, pretty much. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I wish I remembered all the characters from the movie as well as, as I'm, I was like, I probably should have watched it, but I didn't have time. It was a quick, quick put it together. Quick yeah. <laughs> um, I, are you guys fans of the movie? Oh, yes. Yeah. So, I actually haven't seen it too many times, but I mean, it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. There's a good cast in that, too. There's a lot of yes. really big names. Oh, yeah, Madeline Kahn. Everybody. Yeah. I love Madeline Kahn. 
I'm, I'm excited to see how you do like the trap doors and stuff. Like the way they, they go through the painting. It's going to blow your mind. It's going to blow your mind. Okay. <laughs> On a community theater budget. Yeah. That's the cool thing, though. Is I, I like when it's kind of like... tiny little stage. Like, not, I don't want to say low budget because I don't want to be disrespectful. It's low budget. But, it's like, okay. but you, when you use creativity to get, it, to get the job done. You know what I mean? And use I, cardboard and sweat. Yeah. You just stick it together and, and make tape. something out of it. Yeah. And don't duct forget tape. duct tape. And duct tape. Duct tape. And, yeah, duct tape that, is that's important. the best. And an old paint you find under the stage that's been there for <laughs> 10 years, but you have no other choice. Well, frankly, it's in the storage closet. It's filled with, now it's in the storage like closet. It's filled with lead. Yeah. <laughs> we have to wear masks. We encourage people not to lick we it. We have to put yeah. a disclaimer <laughs> in the program. Don't eat paint chips don't, if they're there. Don't, don't breathe lick, when you're yeah. watching the show. <laughs> don't lick the Everyone the comes with a coronavirus mask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so how long have you? has the prep been for this show? Uh, a couple months. I honestly can't even remember when. Started in December. In December. December. I was going to oh, say wow. October, but that's that was Shenandoah. So, um, yeah, in December. Now, when you say it starts in December, is that the casting process? And Yep, that's auditions to casting to rehearsals. Yep. Who are some of the, the cast to, besides these amazing gentlemen that you should really look out for on the show? Who, who, is there any good show stealers, we'll say, just trying to push people over that aren't here? <laughs> they all are. Yeah, yeah. they all, all really done, are. Yeah. I'm, I'm just like, just like, uh, there's Nathan yeah. Kraft who plays Colonel Mustard. There is Jess Miller who plays uh, Mrs. Peacock. Um, Brenda White who plays Miss Scarlet. There's um, Joe McDonald who plays Wadsworth. There's Megan McDonald who plays Mrs. White. Um, there's Gregor Gunnelson who plays, uh, Plum. yep, Professor Plum. Um, you're totally, here. <laughs> totally and then there's throw Brenda under the bus. Um, oh, so Brenda's, Brenda White, mm-hmm. who plays Miss Scarlet, was in a movie. Um, the I can't find it. The humongous, humong the. <laughs> The when you started with Hugh, <laughs> you started with Hugh. I thought you were gonna say human centipede. I was like, oh, <laughs> that's not a thing. Let me see if I Let's can start find a rumor it. right now. Her, 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 her daughter told me. I don't get people in the seats. It's like a horror movie, <laughs> and she was like, she screamed a lot in it. <laughs> it wasn't the human centipede. Well, no. depending on where she was positioned. <laughs> There's a lot of muffled okay. screams. It's going to take that a couple gross. minutes. I'm going to find it. Don't, don't Google that, kids. I'm disappointed in myself. <laughs> I work with kids, for God's sake. Oh, God. I'm, I, I, I lost the note. So I'm going to have to kind of find it. But she was. It was she like was an, an 80s, 80s horror, horror movie, right? It was an 80s horror movie, and it was like the humongous or... I, don't, I can't remember. But um, So we're going to try to find it and show it. But she's a movie star. Nice. She, nice. Yes. That's cool when you have that one person that you can kind of latch, like, uh, like, like, hey, this, this person did this. Like, mm-hmm. um, like I said, like the, my first, one of my first, earlier interviews I did, uh, and Andrew Hubachek from, and he's worked with the Bloomsburg Theater Ensemble, and he played um, um, Zelda from Pet Cemetery. And we got it around the same time the new movie came out, so it was like a cool like anniversary slash new movie with the original cast member. Mm-hmm. And we had like um, we had stuff with like the uh, what was it? The, there's a t-shirt company called Fright Rags, and they actually it's not very often that that character gets put on a t-shirt, and they finally did it. So we're like, oh, oh my god, so you're cool. on a t-shirt! So we got a, we got a shirt made, and then we got a custom uh, pumpkin made, like a, a styrofoam oh, pumpkin with his with neat. his image from the movie on and oh, stuff. So it was really cool. neat, yeah. Um, so when when you do the casting process, you go through the whole thing. Now, how how far after casting do you, like do you get right into right into work? Right after um, the rehearsals, usually, um, I mean, the way everybody does it is different. Um, I like to do things very quickly and efficiently. So it was when <laughs> rehearsal or when um, auditions come up, we do what are cold reads, which is we just printed out scenes from the show itself and said, go pick up packet number two, look at it for a second, and go. And so they did that, and maybe it was about, we had two days of auditions, and it was about maybe like a half hour, 45 minutes at the most. Um, and after the second, the second round of auditions, Andy and I sat back there, and we were just like, blah, 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 blah. And then like people were on the way home, and I was just like, do you want this part? And they are like, yeah, okay. And I was like, well, you got it. <laughs> So yeah, I remember I just got home when you called. I know. I was like, "Do you want this?" And you're like, "Yeah." I, I For did. me, it was like the next day. I think. Yeah. How did you find out about auditions? My partner found it through Facebook. 
now you, you live in the area now? <clears throat> yes, I live in St. Clair. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, okay. Awesome. How did you find St. Clair, Pennsylvania from North Carolina? <laughs> um, well, I, when I was 18, I moved to New York, and that's where I actually met my current partner at. Mm-hmm. Um, we lost touch. We got back together in 2013. His family lives here. He's from the area. He went to Pottsville Area High School. Okay. Um, so we moved back here, and he put it in front of me, and was like, okay, I right. can't say no. Clue's, the rest was history. Yeah, yeah well, Clue, Clue is very near and dear to my heart. So. It's just called humongous. He, he didn't. No, uh, He's like, here you go. You got to go. Yeah. That is nice. Um, I don't think that's it. No, not called humongous. It was it was a cheesier title than that. I remember you saying <laughs> that it was like the something something something. Humongous. Oh, okay. It was a weird word that doesn't really exist in real life. Now, when you went to New York, did you do theater there? No, no, no. I, I'm generally in IT. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now. Uh, now, being in theater and, 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 and doing it yourselves, do you guys go to shows like Broadway or stuff like that? Is that something you try to actively do? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What are some of your favorite ones you've seen? Um, I got to see Anastasia last year. Um, this year when we went, um, we saw Frozen because we, I went with the, the, high, the high school drama club. So we do one every year. Um, and I also got to see True West, um, which was incredible, and I love Paul Dano so much, Paul Dano. Um, so yeah, um, True West is probably my favorite. Uh, Anything Goes uh, has probably been the one I've seen most recently that's really caught my eye. Mm-hmm. But I've seen uh, You're a Good Man Charlie Brown. Everyone does You're a Good Man Charlie Brown, but I've seen one that just... It's about it, like it, Peanuts Charlie Brown? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I love Peanuts. I didn't even know they had a show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's awesome. They do. I think he, he may have found it this time. Because if this isn't it, it should be. <laughs> yep. I yeah, that's, that's it. it. <laughs> that's the one. He's like, what's what? what's the guy on Joe Rogan's podcast? Jamie. Jamie, look that up. That's Brian. Brian. By Brian. The way, so there's a few things. <laughs> Brian. More of the hungry, Mr. humongous, Correct. That's cool. Because uh, a guy named Lee Ving. That, sure that's, that's, who, that's who was Mr. Body in the movie. He's from Philly. I can write so. that down. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So what was, what was it called? Horror of the Hungry, Humongous, Hungan. <laughs> that sounds. Is that it? Horror. That sounds awesome. Horror of the. What's the full? Say it again. Horror of the Hungry, Humongous, Hungan. Hungan. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna look that up. The most ridiculous, most wonderful. <laughs> what are some plays you, you you enjoy? Uh, well, to tell you the truth, I wasn't too involved in theater up until I got a little bit older. Uh, I can say the only shows I've seen on Broadway through school trips were Aladdin and Wicked on stage, and I enjoyed both of them quite a lot. I think I've only ever seen one play professionally, besides the, I mean, Bloomsburg's professional, but like where we went to go see it, I don't even remember where it was, we went in school, was Phantom of the Opera. <gasps> oh. yeah. But I'm, I'm not so much like into musicals. Musicals are tough for me, unless it's like, like I guess like a Disney, I guess you could say, because some yeah. some shows are just like instead of talking they just sing their word like we are singing our words and I just opera and I'm just like I can't do that like it's just not my thing um but uh, what's the, there's one right now that I guess is doing really well, and it's winning a lot of awards. Uh, be, there's a Beetlejuice one. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. It's, they just canceled the rights, it, so it's almost done. The oh, rights they? are going to be coming out soon. Oh, are, are we doing Beetlejuice here? Mm, well, th- I think all the schools are going to try to snap it up. So. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't it, like, adult-themed, though? There's, I, thought, nah. I thought there was kind of some adult... There, I mean, with a lot, depending on, like, the actual rights that you get, there are, if they do, like, high school versions, or, oh, okay. like, there can be stuff worked out where you can change, like, a curse word or a line that's not okay for a 16-year-old to say to, like, something else. I mean, like, realistically, the kid, we're in school county. The kid's probably going to say way worse. I mean, <laughs> yes. <Yep>. Yes. <laughs> but it's more to, to save ourselves. We're yeah. like, oh, you can't say that. Well, didn't Shadow do a, do a play? I don't know much, but you guys do one about where people pee in the streets? You're in town or something? They didn't do you're in town. Somebody did. I thought Shenandoah did. Someone did you're in town. I don't I think so. Maybe like years and they years ago. They probably did it years and years and yeah. years ago. But isn't that play about like people peeing? Is it? I honestly don't know. I don't know you're in town. It is 
I thought yeah. it was your in town. I'm like, no, it's your in. No, it's your in. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that's cool. I mean, but a couple years ago, Shenandoah did Sweeney Todd, which was oh, just, okay. and they actually like Sarah York had everything, like the chair, the actual fake blood. So it was nice. very gory, and that's something that like carried over into um, School for Shakespeare. Like they always do the um, like that's once a year at the England Mansion, yeah. And it's just like all the fake blood, like the packets that go under. So when you hit it, it like goes so out. Much like there's blood. hidden things that you hold, and it's just like everything is just so detailed, and it's just so good. Yeah. And then I seen this is not at a professional level, but a very very comic version of it. I seen Hamlet at the Renaissance Fair, <laughs> and they do it in front of the mud pit. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it was the best. It was Brenda so much fun. What was her name? Diana Lewis. Brenda Moyer as Diana Lewis. Diana Lewis. And she screams a lot. Yeah. Brenda. From the humongous hungamoids. Hum, hum, humongous hungry hungin. <laughs> Hungins. The hunger, oh, the hungamoids. Yeah, the hungamoids. I think that was cooler. That's a cooler. I think it's cooler. <laughs> Band um, name called it. Yeah. <laughs> the hungamoids. Na- nailed it. That's, we'll, we'll start it. You could sing. I heard you're good at it. Oh, my God. No, I'm not. <laughs> as, I can't sing. as far as uh, cursing goes in regards to school-age productions, now, I can't speak on behalf of most of the area, and I don't know if... The school I went to still does this, but when I did do Lame Is, so we were uncensored for the actual show nights, but the week beforehand we were doing a preview for the students in the show, and we cut out the curse words in there just for that preview. Now, I can understand to an extent the idea behind this because, you know, there were some freshmen that may not have been exposed to the language yet, but oh. keep in mind, the play, or the musical as a whole, and even some of the scenes we touched, they have loose themes of prostitution, mm-hmm. attempted rape, uh, war casualties, suicide, and borderline child abuse. But so, don't you dare lo- use the Lord's name in vain. <laughs> you gotta pick your battles there, yeah. you know? Oh, they said the GD? <laughs> they, they use GD. And it's not like a... No no way. No. <laughs> no chance. Well, it's it's also hard too because like it's one of those things where when you're in high school and you have like you're allowed to say a curse word, it's like Ooh, they really they, milk it. Like like right like oh it. hell is like oh god damn like they freak out and they really go and like no 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 what we're not gonna do <laughs> like, is like, get me fired. <laughs> yeah, it's like the Kevin Hart skit where you tell your teacher damn, I said motherfucker business bitch. <laughs> yeah. My mama told me I told you to say one. You said twenty one. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, man, it's, it's cool. I, Beetlejuice would be fun if, mm. if, if school start doing it. I would I would definitely probably go check that out. Um, that was goes. I got it. <laughs> now, how does that work when the, the rights come out? And is it like a it's like, like a, a mad dash, like a yes. crapshoot, like a mad dash? Now, if one school gets it, the other, it's like you, the other school you know, can't. Sometimes it, it really depends. It depends on proximity of location. It depends yeah, yeah, on a little the bit dates. Closer. Oh, yeah. It depends on. <laughs> Sorry. I don't want to. It depends on the proximity of like locations. It depends on the dates. Like Mamma Mia, right now that we have for June has been done at Penn State, Berks, and Kutztown, like right in a row. So sometimes they're really um, free with those rights, and other times they're really stingy with them. Yeah, it so really it's just, just depends on the show. It, it depends, depends on, on who show. owns the rights and who wants it. But I mean, to be their the, their ideas to make money. Yeah. Like they're trying to make money too, and the rights are extremely expensive. Really expensive. Like an average musical is like twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah. Just for the rights. Wow. So, and that's before any production. Costs. <laughs> and a lot of the time, there's no budget. Yeah. For any anything. So a lot of it comes down to what the previous show does of what you can do the next one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it comes down to you, the people, to it come does. in here and, and support. Yep. I do like the move of bringing the candy store in. That was a cool move. Thanks. I like that a lot. Yep, it worked. Very, out really very really nice well guy, and he has amazing candies. Yeah, it it made um, my life a lot easier. It got his. Um, when he still had the store, it gave him a ton more exposure. Mm-hmm. And then when health issues made it impossible for him to keep the store. I asked him to move in here so that we still had Now is a the candy, candy store. is the candy store still open like people can walk down the street and the doors are open for them to come in or only for like show days? Um it's supposed to be open for regular business hours but uh his health is It's tough. It's tough. So right now he's usually open when we have rehearsals mm-hmm. and um then occasionally on a weekend and then for the shows. Nice. So. Now one of the biggest challenges, to me, it has to be, is, is getting, especially with this play, this play has a lot of moving pieces, a lot of p- people, and that's not even counting probably people who are helping with stagehands. And- well, I just want to plug real quick, 
Nick has made oh a gosh. lot of our props. Mm-hmm. Like the all of the weapons, he's 3D printed. And they're incredible. He showed up to rehearsal one day with a duffel bag, and I'm like, cool, you brought a duffel bag. Like, awesome prop. And it gets to his scene where Mr. Body hands out the weapons, and he just starts pulling out, like, these immaculate, like, gifts that are, like, tied with each color. And I'm like... I know. I was there. And I'm just like, oh, my God. And the, the actors open it, and they're like... There's actually a gun in here. And it's just like... And I, we just, like, all stopped for, like, three minutes, and we were just like... You're not you're not allowed to leave. So like you yes. say forever. We're gonna keep you. Yeah, the three three D printers are insane. We had a it's, we had a kid awesome. on our show who had a three D printer, and he printed out this cube. It looks like it's just a black cube, but it's a transformer, and it's printed like that. And like it prints when it's done printing, it's just a black cube. And then when it's done, and it like I guess cures or whatever, he you just you transform it into a giant robot. But it, oh my god! But it, it, but, it, but it prints like the the joints and the mechanics. I was like, that is incredible. Like he had a wrench. Like a, it looks like a wrench, and you can actually like yep. spin Screw it. Screw it, yeah. And it it prints like that. Like that's not like you print it and then put it together. Like the printer does that. Well, one of my first uh, dagger ideas was actually it ended up being really long, <laughs> but it ended up being in four different pieces that printed inside of itself. So when you pulled it out, it it all came so out. Nice. Yeah, but it ended up being bigger than the box was. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those things are. I had to play with my three D printer again, and, that, and that's what it was. That's exactly what it is. So, yeah. but if you don't have a neck that does that wonderful surprise that I'm very grateful for, it's it's it can be a lot, and it's a lot of. Um, What's in your attic, and do you have something in your basement, or does your grandmother want to get rid of a scarf? Like it's, <laughs> it's very much like that. How many Salvation Army trips do you make a week? Um, oh. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> just from the years of doing it, it's just I've, I live in my own apartment, but my closet at my parents' house is just still full of just old costumes and prop pieces and body parts yeah no like yeah actually (laughs) body parts like i have an entire room in my house that is just Mm -hmm. dedicated to costumes because when you don't have when you don't have the money it's like finding a good prop piece is like gold and then it's kind of like like the prohibition then too where it's just kind of like oh you want to use this like you can use this like just make sure you have it back and it's like yeah and and we do share like the good thing is that like I said, there's, I think, nine performing arts um, organizations within a 25-mile radius. Yep. And we all do cooperate, and we all share. And So, so there's not, like, weird, like, beef if, like, you go work in Tamaqua, this place doesn't get... That's good, because no. I know sometimes, like, we're big wrestling fans. Sometimes if a local indie wrestler works for one company, and he goes and tries to work for another because it just... He can get a couple bucks, and he wants to keep doing his craft. It's like, no, 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 you don't work for the other guys. Yeah. So I, I didn't know if that carried over. No, to it's not like that because because we are in the area that we are, and so we're already at a disadvantage. So that brings us all together. We are very incestuous here. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good that people work together. Like, I mean, realistically, we're two different. We're podcasts, and in probably in other situations, it's like, no, you guys are the competition. Where it's like, no, why do we no, help each other? That's you know exhausting. What I mean? right. And we work, we work with each other, and we help each other. Yeah. We help each other out. Like. Yeah, it just it works better that way because it's obviously the more attention you can help each other out, and if you work yeah. together, you can just make a better make something product. better. Yeah. yeah, and it helps when you really really love the area. Now, I mean, like there's a lot of people that don't like the area, and that's fine. It's your prerogative, yeah. or whatever. But it's when you really really love the area and you just want it to succeed and be just a little bit more Renaissance, like yeah. feeling like just. I look at it this way: is if you hate the area. Either do one of two things: one, leave, mm-hmm. or two, make it shut up, make a change. <laughs> or don't, make it don't, don't just talk. Don't talk, don't talk a big game and say, "I hate this area. I wish it was this, this, and this." Go do something yep. about it. Yeah, yeah. Now, getting the, the kind of going back to the question a little bit is getting everyone together in one room for rehearsals. How is how is that process? With kids, it's easier because usually, like, unless they have sports or whatnot or, like, lessons, whatever, they usually have most evenings off. But when it comes to, like, adults, you have work and different shifts and families and everything else. So it's basically you get everybody together on, like, a Facebook group or, like, at rehearsal and be like, what day is good for you? Crap. What day is good for you? <laughs> Shit. This is like just trying to like go back and forth and then you finally settle on two days of the week where some people aren't able to come but it just it works out. And then everyone shows up and you're like, All right, we finally got everyone here. There's no 
messing around, we got to get oh, this please. done. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's how we do it. <laughs> yep. That's exactly how we do it. Yep. We get right to work. We don't waste any time. We don't fool around. We just do our job. Yeah. We don't spend an hour like laughing at like a fart joke at all. No, of course not. We don't randomly shout our dialogue in a foreign language to see how people react to it. Nothing like that. Reba, Reba. <laughs> Yeah, There's so a lot of goofs on stage. Yeah. What are what are some of the things if if people are listening or, or watching um, that you're excited for them to kind of without spoiling anything? Like what are the, what are some main reasons why they should come see this show? I mean, it's not like often I'm asked the question, but whenever somebody always like asks like, "Oh, what's it about? I don't know if I want to come." It's just a matter of like things. It's like a, the psychological view of it. Things are really really crazy in the world, and when you go see a show, especially a local show, it takes you out of reality for a second. Mm -hmm. And this show is just <laughs> so delightful and hilarious. And we have, I think this is probably the first show that I've ever been in that there are no duds. Like there are no like, oh, I guess he's okay. Like, yeah, we'll put him here. Every single person in this cast is gold. You're welcome. But, <laughs> but everyone is just so spot on and there's Everybody was casted perfectly, and it was just how the universe wanted it. And everybody, it's just, if you want to come out and have the best night that you've had in a very long time, forget all of your problems, and just laugh at people being ridiculous on stage, then this is the show you want to come see. Yeah. Pottsville's doing an amazing... I'm, I'm from the other side of the mountain, I'm, so I know there's always that rivalry. Oh, the north versus north the, of the mountain. North of the mountain, guys. Um, but... I, I truly think like Pottsville is doing really cool things of trying to fix the downtown Pottsville area and put mm -hmm. things in. But no matter how much work someone puts into it, it really it comes down to the people and they have to go and support you have it. To support yeah. it. Um, how, how what is what is a ticket for a show? Um, our general ticket price is fifteen dollars. Fifteen? Yeah, not like bad. we charged ten dollars for Frozen because it was an hour long yeah. show, hour and a half. Um, our base ticket price is $15 for almost anything we do here. Okay. Any intermission? There'll be a, an intermission, yep. Okay. Yep. Is there is there like a meet with, like, so I know like when we went to the Bloomsburg, like your first night, do you guys have like a meet the cast afterwards or? They always hang after the show and talk to everybody. Like usually, a Q&A? Usually it's like when like we do, we do bows and whatnot. It's usually like the light, we're all standing up here after we do the bows and the lights come up and we're just like, oh, okay. Hi. We go down, we see our family and like the little ladies come up like, you did such a great job. And, and it's so like, yeah, yeah. And it's like, like for Frozen, they were here for two hours after the show. So the show was only an hour and a half, but we didn't get to leave until for like two hours because people just stayed and stayed and stayed. Nice. Mm -hmm. And like we encourage that because mm -hmm. we want them to. I think the more you make the welcome. people feel like they're part of it, mm -hmm. they're more likely to come back. Yep. And it would be foolish not to because they're the reason we do it. Yeah. Yep. So. Yep. And you know, the hardest part of of this is just getting the word out. Promotion and publicity yeah. is just so important. It's so hard. Mm -hmm. How how to reach you, the newspaper really doesn't really work anymore. And their local radio doesn't help. Loading local very radio. well. Um, yeah, no comment. You're not the only one. Yeah. You're not the only one. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, we've done a little bit of t television. Um, we did some television advertising. I did not feel like that was that effective yeah um social media really is it's the best it, it really is, is the the really the way to go um and you how you open the show we actually just i just posted yesterday um that really you the the way you help us is to share our events yeah just share them i don't you know we have three thousand close to three thousand followers for the theater on mm -hmm. facebook we have about 400 on instagram just one share, you know, one share, and that person, just like that old commercial, you tell two people and they tell two people and mm -hmm. so on and so on and so on. That's what we need. You yeah. know, we need a broader audience. We need to we need to get out of Pottsville. We need to reach farther afield. Yeah. Because, you know, like have, Pottsville used to be. We have 11,000 people in Pottsville, yeah. you know. And we're not a Pottsville theater. We're a community, we're a county theater. We're uh, one of two theaters in the county. So we need to be reaching farther than Pottsville. You know, 
do you guys do collab? Like, I know you said the, the community is very close when it comes to other theaters, but like, you're like, hey, um, Tamakwa, you guys have a, a consistent base of people who come to all your shows. Do you guys ever do like a cross thing where you're like, can you help us promote some of our shows you know, on your page? I haven't, I haven't reached out to them, and it's kind of stupid. I really should because they do have a very loyal Sorry. following. Mm -hmm. I, like, I'm not sure where the arts renaissance in Tamakwa started, mm -hmm. um, but it's there. Yeah. They, you know, they do a lot of stuff, and they have a lot of help bringing in acts. Like, somebody just told me how much an act that they, they had the Blues Brothers tribute band come in there and that is so far out of our budget I have no idea how they were able to bring them in yeah. because I know what their ticket prices were I know how many people they see they, can't, they couldn't pay for them just based on that but yeah I think really reaching out to them to do some cross promotion would Have you ever tried putting more local music in here? Like, like, a, like a three or four bands on like a Saturday night? Um, it would be tough because you don't have alcohol. Me and Al. yeah. <laughs> just me and Al. Um, actually, somebody just walked in off the street the other day and asked if they could come in um, for a date in the summer with the boys upstairs and two other, two other, I guess, solo acts. So yeah, we'll do more of that. We've had Classics Live in here a whole bunch of times, mm -hmm. and they're all local. Um, they were the David Bowie concert, the yeah. Pink Floyd concert, and the Alice Cooper. The only thing weird with the music scene is people won't go to a show if they can't have alcohol. We do. We get because we're a nonprofit. We get seven event licenses a year. Oh, okay. We used it for Raymond this year so far. So that was like the only one we've done so far. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't do it for Clue, but you don't really need it for that. No. But for when we do the concerts, like uh, we have. Winslow, which is the Eagles tribute band coming back in April, so we'll do alcohol for them. Um, so we have to kind of pick and choose. I like. I think it was smart too when you guys did like the downtown, like like when they had the Yingling event, and you're like, hey, we're showing the the Molly McGuire's movie in here. Mm -hmm. I think that kind of stuff is super smart because it was really hot. Did that work mm -hmm. out for you? So people come in to get a break, break, beat the heat to kind of. You know, it wasn't great. Um, People on, on events like that, they really just want to drink. Yeah. You know, so going in here for two hours wasn't really... Yeah. A lot of those people came just for the movie and yeah. didn't stay for the event. Okay. So... Dude, I know there's a big documentary out right now called Port in PA. Where yep. It's, and we tried to show it. Um, the event fell through. We, really? Because um, I know Brewfest is coming up soon. With... Um, we did it... Uh, what was the organization that reached out? One of the, one of the organizations reached out... Schuylkill Greenways okay. um, had reached out and asked if they could do this whole event along with Brewfest last year uh, where they tried to get people interested and like do this whole lunch with like we were going to have lunch here and everything and it just didn't pan out. Yeah. Um, I love when people in the community are like, well, people don't try. They don't do things. I'm like, they do. You just mm -hmm. don't go. That's you the just, worst excuse. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> when you're trying to schedule there is no way that anybody can tell me that there is nothing to do around here. Exactly. Because trying to schedule things on days where there's nothing is impossible. If yeah. you go just to Schuylkill, which is the, you know, Schuylkill County uh, nonprofit event calendar, there's literally like hundreds of things to do every month. I you I don't know how people choose. Yeah, you know it's every weekend. There's at least four or five. I can always. tell you probably six bands playing this weekend yep. in five different places. There is so much going on here, and you know we did this youth summit um, thing here on Tuesday, and you know I try to tell them if you're telling me you're bored, you're not looking. Mm -hmm. You're not looking. There is so much to do, and like I mean it runs the gamut from outdoor things to science things, to art yeah. things, to, it's there. We are they, have are, so much going on. Or people on. come and they see a show and they, they're, they're, they're all of a sudden critics and they're like, well, I would have done, uh, yeah. try running oh, a show. Run a show. Always. But like we, we do, we, like we have movies here. We have free movies here. We've had movies that we charge a couple bucks for. We have movies. Nobody comes. Yeah. Like literally no one. For those $2 Tuesday movies, um, and I don't care. I do usually when I do things, I do them selfishly. Yeah. I showed movies I wanted to see, yeah. so I didn't care if nobody came to see Breakfast Club. I was going to be sitting that's here my, watching that's, Breakfast that's Club. That's my right? favorite movie. So favorite. And we did Sixteen Candles, and we did that, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I love that. Ferris is probably see. Like I'm a Breakfast Club person. Ferris Bueller's my number two, and my yeah. wife is number one. Ferris, and her number two is 
is Breakfast Club. Well, um, Shenandoah is doing a mini-thon here, so they're mm -hmm. doing um, Ferris Bueller on mm -hmm. March 13th. As a play? As No, they're doing oh. it as a movie to raise money for thon. for thon. Oh, cool. So, yeah. Breakfast Club would be a cool play. You know, what you can't it? get it. I tried. Really? So yep. Dumb. The rights aren't available. They have there's, no... There's two scenes. The only way... There's, you don't have to change any props or any the scenes. The only way you can do Breakfast Club is if you do a parody. I looked into it because I was like, that would be the perfect play. Oh it would be the get perfect Get me a pen play. and paper. We're about to write ourselves a parody. write ourselves a parody. The For Brunch two Club. For two months, I got you. <laughs> the Brunch Club. Don't... <laughs> don't mess with the bull, young man. You get the, the horns. You get the horns. But yeah, um, but nobody comes. So, you know, even the free movies. We did uh, Infinity Wars last year. We showed Infinity Wars. We showed. We, we and showed that didn't do well? Top run movies. I, the most people we had that showed up for a movie all year last year was Nightmare Before Christmas. And we showed that on a Friday night Pottsville football game, home game. Ooh. And I thought nobody would be here. We had 75 people show up. Horror movies do really well. Yeah, but when we do the free movies, we try to do family-friendly. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know? So I know a thing that we used that they used to do at the Fractal Movie Theater that was it didn't kill, but it did really well with a low, like a certain like 50 people every year, and they would do a Dust Till Dawn horror movie marathon. <gasps> <Ooh>. <laughs> and you show up at like seven o'clock at night, and it ends at seven in the morning, and you're like you're in the theater the Lisa, entire can night. Can we do that? <laughs> Somebody else is going to stay here. Yes. I'll yeah, I'll stay here. And it, <laughs> and, I'm not doing it. And it I'll was it. it literally they would put like Night of the Living Dead. They had like the original Halloween, The Exorcist, like these movies that you would never see in theaters again. The issue with that is that each of the rights for those movies cost about three hundred dollars each. Yeah. So, you know, it's fundraiser. Fundraiser. It, it's it's they're they're always like you know people will say oh you should do this, in, but you have to have yeah everything you have costs to money. know that and I mean a lot yeah. of money. It's not they're not cheap. If you, so if you're listening to this, because I know I don't want to put anyone's name out there, but I know there's a few people out here who, who are very, we'll just say for the Dust for Dawn thing, right? You're a horror movie fan, and this is something you want back, because I know you were a fan of it at the movie theater. If, if you're creative and you can make something or you can come up with a good idea, or any, any movie, if you want a movie in here, and it does cost money to do it, but you got to not take over the whole event, but help out a little bit. You know, if, kind of take initiative. If you want this to be a thing where you can come see movies again on a Friday night, you, we got to put the word out there. We got to make it a thing. So it, it's on. It's not so much on them as the theater owners. It's on us as the people and the community. If you want this to be a thing, you got to work for it just as much. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if you want a business to be successful, you like going to the, the Crimson House. You like going to no, no longer there with the Greystone. It comes down to you as a as 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 a person to to frequent that business and keep it going like mm -hmm. you want you know like we don't have hardware stores no more that's because you go to home depot on lowe's all the time and you go to the main guys yeah. you go to you go to yeah. quit bitching about walmart yeah. and actually come to yeah. one of the downtown <laughs> Olic shops you go to, yeah you go to walmart or you go buy sensi candles and you don't go across the street to loki and layla which right. will offer the same I thing i love loki and layla. i'm a huge loki and layla yeah. fan yeah, yeah. you I'm, complain about how gamestop gives you no money for trade-ins but you don't go to any kind of smaller place you know yeah, yeah. exactly yeah dude i i go to that dude on the Heck corner yeah. and buy movies and games off yeah. here all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and before just speaking about the community, before I forget, sorry. Yeah. Um, I want to just before I forget, um, Abby at Pressed um, oh Coffee God. and Fantastic. Bookstore um, did a collaboration with us. I've seen that the photos. Yeah, where um, they took photos and they had each of the characters had like their own special drinks. Yeah. And did like a, a collaboration with that. So huge shout out to them. And then also um, shout out to Art of Escape in Pine Grove, which is the county's Ooh. only escape room. Yeah. And it's so awesome. And I reached out to them, and they actually had a clue-themed room, and it's still like they're still tweaking it a little bit. But we went in, and they were just so accommodating and just wonderful people, and it was just wonderful. And so, to go check them Pine out. Pine Grove is a cool little town. Yeah, yeah. like I never, I never went to Pine Grove. Like I went to the Pine Grove for the first time in my entire life, like four months ago, and oh, lived in Scoop County my whole life. I was like, they have a movie theater, they have a bowling they have alley, a bougie movie yeah. theater. They have yeah. a they have a bowling alley. They have like they're like they they have some cool like my buddies. I have a friend that has a tattoo shop there, mm -hmm. and I actually did a podcast in the tattoo On shop. On that main yeah. And then we, before we started, we walked down to the, the, the like the craft store where mm -hmm. it's all local yep. people who make crafts selling this place, and yep. they have two escape rooms. And I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I bought a bunch of craft sodas and stuff. <laughs> yeah. There's so much cool stuff in the area. You just gotta go There's look for so it. So much. There's yeah. so much. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it is. It's frustrating when people say that there's not anything there's to, nothing do to do because it's like I'm just like <laughs> liars. I pull yeah. out my phone and I'm like one, two, three. Like it's right here. Yep. 
people people cry and they I'll say it, they bitch about social media and say social media is not good and social media is not it's not it's good if, it's not good if you're not using it the proper way if you're looking for drama and you're looking for negativity you'll find it, find it. but yeah. if you're looking for like hey how can I find something to do this weekend or hey how can I go do something with someone or like right now like the biggest thing is Scooky that that not not Scooky because I know there's a little drama there but there's a new like food page. That people oh, are Scoot scoot, not, not foodies, the, the foodies, the scoot right? Foodies. Yeah. I'm not sure the the lady who runs it, but she's doing a crazy good job. I guess it's not. Mm -hmm. I guess the last one had some drama. I don't know. Uh -huh. I don't. I'm not into it. But people are going out more in local places to mm -hmm. be a, their own critic, and they're reviewing and taking photos of the food and say we had a great experience, mm -hmm. and they're being super positive, which makes more people go to local business mm -hmm. to buy food. Yeah. Like. Do the same thing with this. Like I see the movie here. Like right. it doesn't have to just be food. It just go. There's so much cool stuff. Like I, if you're not a drinker, but like, hey, this bar did this, or like this has a show here, or there's so much cool stuff, man. It just or like like Mar like I'm sorry, shameless plug, but for, for Martian materials, like, yeah, go in there and hold a piece of the moon. Yeah. Hi, Roger. Like, <laughs> it's like did a podcast there as well. I love Roger. I set up right in front of the pinball machines. <laughs> I love it, and that's but, a cool thing too. He has an old school arcade, yep. and he charges and you a quarter to play it yep. yeah and the art gallery in there yeah it's like there's so much it's like uh walking art center in school haven yeah awesome yeah. And you know, i'm not even an art person but it's a good time yeah. like yeah there's so much cool stuff in here you just got to look for it um anything you guys want to add in closing about the show or to get out there show dates are march 6th at seven o'clock march 7th at seven o'clock march 8th at two o'clock okay. and tickets are available online at majestic clue.brownpapertickets.com Nice. You want anything else? Follow the Tommy Knockers on Facebook. <laughs> Tori sings. And, and, and Al Miscannon. That's yeah. your that's your band, the Tommy and Knockers. The duet. Mm -hmm. Al Miscannon. Al Miscannon. He Why was does... in a lot of. Um, he's in a lot of shows. He's in a lot of shows here. Was he, was he's he a Shenandoah native. I do. I know Al Miscannon. He was part of a Tall guy. He was part of a radio station for yeah, a while. Yeah, he was. High Rock Radio. Yep. Yeah. Which yep. I also did a podcast oh. with. Oh. Yeah. I'm all right. It all comes around. around. Full yeah. circle. Anything you want to get out there and plug or put out? The no. Maybe how great your director is. I'm just saying. <laughs> she is. Thank you. Starting a 3D printing business. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what, what would what would you tell the people about why why you think it's important to come see the show or what what can what can they expect or besides the cast being all fantastic? Well, you can expect a good time. Yeah. Uh, you you want to go out uh, Saturday night having a good time. You're not going to have a better time than this show. No. I mean, you, granted, we're not going to have alcohol. Uh, you don't but need you it. But you don't need it. No. We're, you're going to be in stitches from the moment yeah. from the moment that we start. The show, you're going to be show ends at what, nine, 9 o'clock? It starts yeah. at 7. It starts at 7. It ends around 9. You have plenty of time to go to the bar after. Yep. Yeah. Well, you have and plenty it, of time to go before. Yeah. And then yeah. you can go to the bar after and go tell everyone at the bar that this is a great experience and you had a great time. Come back. Yep. I've done come a, back tomorrow. Yeah. I've done a lot of theater. I mean, local theater, not anything crazy. But this has been the funniest show that I have a funny movie. ever been a part of. And just... And it, they're very distinct characters, but it's the actors that we have playing them. It's I've never seen something funnier. Like, and it, I mean, and it may be because they're all my friends. Yeah. But does it ever leave the stage? Oh, always. You mean like like here? Like, yeah. W like because, during the show. Because our stage is so oh, small, yeah. we use the we, have to, we use like the, like when he like in the movie when he's running from room to room to explain things. Like he runs up to like and here and then and runs back down. Whoever's, there, whoever's, there are definitely yeah. times. There's when there's yeah. Awesome. There's a little bit of crowd crowd interaction. Cool. Yeah. A little crowd surfing going on. Mm. All right. Last but not least, what do you got? If you're used to shows where it's generally like two or three people that are main characters and everyone else is ensemble, you're going to be blown away by this because you don't really get that. This is a show where like 90% of it is the same six or seven people interacting mm -hmm. the entire time. And then like another 70%, you have an eighth person that's with us. So it's a pretty well-organized experience, and you don't usually see that in performances. True. And multiple dead bodies. Yeah. Dead so bodies. much death, guys. It's so great. <laughs> I, I would love to see like when someone is now dead. And they have to lay there the whole time. Or when they, or when a dead body falls like through a window onto somebody. Yeah. Or just moving, moving dead yeah. bodies around. It's real slapstick. It's so good. If I was a dead body, I'm telling you right now, I'd, I would take a nap. I'm just <laughs> just be an actual dead body. Yeah, I, would, I would just go to sleep. Just put me down, old yellow style. I'm going to be here for a while. I know. I've, I've seen the movie. <laughs> <laughs> if I snore, just slap me. It'll be fine. Imagine that, like invisible. <laughs> 
I'll tell you what, playing a dead body after you've been running around for so long, like that's crossed my mind a few times. Yeah. Just like I could just lay here just forever. Take a nap. A rest. Well, I, I really want to thank you guys for having having the podcast thank on. You. And, thank and, you. Thank you for coming. And thank anytime you. you have any other things or anything going on, shoot me a message. Like, hey, can you do me a favor and share this? I will one hundred percent do it. Um, I do a thing too. I like to do when I when I do a podcast with somebody. I I, I invite. So I'm that jerk on Facebook who invites you to pages all the time. You stop doing that. Then unfriend me because I'm not going to stop. So <laughs> if you're on my friends list, expect a mass invite to the Majestic Thank Theater. You. And you're gonna, we'll try to bump your numbers up and get more people to support it. Awesome. Thank you. Thank I you. appreciate it. Yeah, and anything, anytime you have something going on, let me know. It's not very hard for me to bring all my stuff and we'll, we'll talk and have a good time again. Cool. Right. Would, do you it. interview like not just like adults? like like, um, like I, I, I try not to do anyone under 18 for gotcha. interviews. That makes sense. Yeah, because I think you has this thing with like mm-hmm. children, yep. and, and everything of, has a thing with children. Yeah, yeah. and and uh, which is smart, obviously, because yes. I guess some people like parents will put their kids on the internet and uh, use yep. them for for money, mm-hmm. which it doesn't happen Sickos. in acting, all right? Never, 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 never. No, never, never. Yeah. Um, but another thing too is I, I my YouTube channel has all four of my ch- channels on it. And we're not always super PG, gotcha. and we That's drink good beer. To know. That's so good I to try know. not. Yeah. So if you're our fan, obviously, if you're listening, there are other shows. There is strong language, but. And if you're under 18, go to bed. You have school tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. we're, I, I feel like we're, we we joke and make strong language, but it's nothing you're not going to hear anywhere else. And I think the over, the overall overtone of all of our shows is very positive. We may not. I mean. I'm Irish Italian. It's not my fault. I hey, talk like this. You know? <laughs> Everybody else in the county too. <laughs> yeah, uh, but thank you guys so much. Definitely come check out the show. Um, all the links will be below. You can go follow everything. Click it. Take you right to the pages, the Facebook page. Give it a like. Just support it. Like I said, if you're not going to show, hit the star. Just say you're interested and share. Let your people know it's there. You know what I mean? Just help help local community. Like it's not going to get better if you and it doesn't take much for you to do it. It takes literally one click of your finger. And don't cry when people send you an invite to their page. Just hit like on it because. Somebody else might be interested in it, and it might help them out. But uh, that's gonna, that's I'm off my soapbox. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. What, what, what do you think of your first podcast? Thank you guys. Was it terrible? It's- Awesome. You did fantastic, and you were so nervous. Thank you. Do you, you see how she, like, slowly, like, more and more angled yeah, herself got, yeah. this way? So yeah. she's the camera. Oh, and the then he was, like, moving, and wait, you were wait. like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you all did fantastic, and I look forward to coming back and, and doing something else here. Anytime. Awesome. See you guys next time. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Whoa.